We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. It's a somber reason we're doing this episode right now. Um, this is something is. that I was going to pick for like a November, December episode because this truly is a uh, yearly watch at my house. It's a quoted all year round show. I have a lot of emotional memories tied to this particular Christmas special. And I was very excited for us to talk about it in November, December. Yeah. And then Monday of last week, I I heard the devastating news that that Paul Rubens had passed away, yeah. and I and said, "You well, actually, yeah." Sorry, I broke it to you. I was gonna say, I thought, yeah. "All right, I was." This guy means of... too much to me. I need. We need to bump this up and talk about yeah. this now. I was in a work training, and I get a text from you that is like, "Hey, um, I think we should record something for Pee Wee this week," and I'm like, "All right." Like, <laughs> why? Like, I was yeah. really confused. And then you were like, yeah, he just passed away. Literally, like, 20 minutes before you texted me. Yeah, you called me I, TMZ. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because you texted me. And I'm when you said that, I was like, did he die, like, yesterday? And I missed it? Like, what? What? when did this happen? But no, you literally broke it to me. I that. Pee-wee had passed away. So Chris Vefalios from One Hit Thunder broke it to me. Okay. And at the time, if you Googled Paul Rubin's dead, all that was coming up was celebrity hoax website saying he's not dead. This is he's just another person being claimed by celebrity hoax. In the fact, when I first shared the Facebook status about it, a bunch of people commented and were like, he's not actually dead. It's a hoax. You should probably take this down. So I did. 
And then like three minutes later, <laughs> you were like, jokes on you. And yeah. then you're like, oh, wait, I yeah. don't want to be right. Yeah. Three. <laughs> yeah. Three minutes later, I was like, oh, no, like literally like the New Yorker and like all of the major publications are now running this story, which yeah. probably means that it's true. Like people were like, someone must have hacked the Facebook page and Instagram. Like people really didn't want to believe it. And this yeah. is the second celebrity death in the in the last year that I can think of where the person had cancer and just told nobody. Uh, so, Norm Macdonald did something similar. Yeah. It reminds me of um, also the Chadwick Boseman stuff. Yes. Um, where none of us knew that he had cancer either. Like we just started seeing. Well, even I guess even with that, we started seeing footage of him. Yeah. Um, being Not thinner, looking great. Yeah. And being like, hey, what's going on? And then we got the news. Um, this, I feel like I have not seen or heard from Paul Rubens since he did Mania. Mania. Like, yeah. yeah. And the last Mania that like I was at. And that so was, that was, that was about five or six years ago, I yeah. would say. So he may have just yeah. recently been diagnosed at that point or, or whatever. Um, so the only other big thing I want to say with Paul Rubens, and then we'll just dive into this very strange, very unique special. And I yeah. love to, I want to hear the story of your struggles. Yeah. Uh, Cause I just no popped this DVD into my DVD player and oh, everything was golden. Um, yeah. <laughs> was a friend of mine interviewed Paul Rubens for a documentary like a decade ago. Yeah. And that was it. That was the extent of their hangout was that he went to his house and he interviewed him. And he oh. said, from that point on, he never missed calling him on his birthday and sending him a Christmas card. Like that Aww. was like the type of person like Paul Rubens was towards like anybody who worked with him. There's a part of me. It's like, man, we're rushing this. And maybe this is like SEO in the back of my brain. But I think in the reality, it's just like, this was a really good dude who had a really good heart in 1991. He got absolutely like raked through the coals uh, and almost had his entire career ruined over something. And for okay, so for masturbating in a porno theater. Yes. So let's <laughs> real quick again. The only thing we've gotten into this before that I am definitely the younger of the yeah. two of us. So you got to understand that when I became familiar with Pee Wee, that was probably was, the only thing you really knew about. That's him. the thing. It, it was always with the caveat of this guy did something bad. That's how yeah. it was framed. Okay. Yeah. Nowadays, I'm like, should he have done it? No. But like, if you're gonna expose yourself in any movie theater, I guess a porno theater well, is, the, is the like, one you're going to. Like, I, I don't. Sent a, I sent a stand-up routine to somebody where it was this comedian. And he's like, first of all, we should be honoring Paul Rubens because he at least knew to keep his hands to himself. Yep. <laughs> he's like, start there, and he goes. Secondly. Can you imagine being the people in the porno theater who had to report the masturbation to the front yeah. desk? You're like, listen, we're trying to enjoy some film in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I don't understand the point of a of, of going a to a porno X theater, theater that, yeah. unless everyone is masturbating. I, I would assume <laughs> if I was ever in one of those theaters that yes, these are going to be semen covered floors yeah. and seats, like. It's just even if it's illegal, is this not an unspoken thing? That we're- <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my perspective. Like on it. everybody picks their own row. Like nobody's yeah. sitting next to each and other. That was, well, you don't want to be that person. Thing. He was essentially what I understood was that he got pulled out of the theater and it was gonna be like a fine and a slap on the wrist. Yeah. 
And then one of the cops arresting him said, hold a second. Are you Pee Wee Herman? And Fuck. then they booked him and took the mug shot That's and fucked. and everything else. That sucks. Man. So it's like if he was like if it was like one of us, if if you yeah. or I was masturbating in a porno theater, they'd be like, Hey, you can't <laughs> do that. On record. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. You gotta pay this fine. Yeah. And be like, All right, cool, never again. But because he was child star Pee Wee Herman or whatever, like yeah. children's show host Pee Wee Herman, they're like, Oh, we gotta book him. And I think the police station is who released the headshots as well. Like, like it was just it. It was kind of a shitty thing all around. Um, I know that the big joke, that one of the coolest, in my opinion, one of the coolest moments in Pee Wee history, is like a year later, they decided yeah. the MTV Music Video Awards, uh, the VMAs, uh, asked him to kick off the show. And yeah. at this point, it had been like probably nine as months. As Pee Wee? As Pee Wee. Okay. And it cool. had been like nine months since he had been anywhere. And in that time, it was like everybody, every late night talk show, SNL, every, everybody had been doing Pee Wee jokes for like nine straight yeah. months. So he walks out. It's this huge round of applause. You can tell that he's like emotional. Yeah, and he You're leans like, oh, into people the, like still like me. Yeah, and he leans into the mic and he just goes, "Heard any good jokes lately?" <laughs> <laughs> and like the explosion of laughter from that, like I think yeah. that really won him back in a lot of people's yeah. hearts. Um, but he, I don't know, he just every it's it's so rare when a celebrity dies where there is like you could not find a mean spirited thing posted about that man well, anywhere the on the internet. Is like. <laughs> Growing up after that had taken place, I felt like Pee Wee was always presented to me with the caveat of, yeah, uh-uh. he, yeah like <laughs> he did something fucked up, man. Yeah. Like, and, and like I didn't understand until later that, like, again, yeah, kind of gross, but at the same time, like, if you're gonna masturbate in public anywhere, that seems like the most, <laughs> like, the most inviting place, I guess. Um, but again, it's much like you said, like that standout comedian said, I, at least he kept his hands to himself. Um, that is all that really, uh, matters in that instance. My experience with Pee Wee, um, begins at four years old, Matt Kelly. Okay. Um, so four years old, that would put me, uh, 1996. I would have been 11. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're still both kids. Like, like, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I would say now as an adult, I don't see that age difference as, oh, no, 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 as like wild. Yeah. No, I, me at 37 could hang out with a 58, a yeah. 48 year old and it's not weird, but man, an 11 year old hanging out, hanging with, out a with a four year, year old. It's really like, weird. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was at my great grandmother's house, uh, Mama Mashburn. And I would, my parents would, or my mother would stay there to take care of her. Her and, and my grandmother would help out to take care of my great-grandmother. And I would go into the bedroom and watch whatever was on TV. And the Disney Channel, I think it was the Disney Channel, um, was running Pee-wee's uh, Big Adventure. Yep, classic movie. So I'm like, movie. cool. I'm going to fucking watch this. I've never seen this. This is fun. So I'm watching the whole thing. 
And then we get to this semi truck, Matt. Kelly. Oh, Large Marge may have, Large Marge <laughs> Dude, fuck you up. <laughs> Large Marge put instant like fuck Pee Wee, fuck anything to do with Pee Wee for a straight two decades, like hands down. Like I was not until it was not until I was in high school to where I finally was like, I'm gonna give this shit a chance. I didn't turn against Paul Rubens. But you it turned was, against Pee Wee. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Pee Wee. Um, so Paul Rubens, to me, because I was staunchly against Pee Wee, because that shit fucked me up as a kid. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I still I'm ingrained in pop culture, so I get like everything else that's gone on with Pee Wee and stuff like that. But I wasn't actively seeking it out. Paul Rubens, to me, became the guy from Mystery Men. The yeah, guy that farts. The, like, like, yeah. Like, Paul Rubens, to me... The vampire that dies too long in Buffy. The vampire that dies in, in Buffy. He became the... Penguin's parents. <laughs> yep, Penguin's parents. The the um, long-lost prince in 30 Rock. Like, yeah. Paul Rubens, to that me, was, so here's, wasn't Pee-wee. He was amazing character actor, Paul, Paul Rubens. Because so he here's, would just pop up in random stuff, and I loved him for it. I'm so glad you called that out, because the first episode I ever watched of 30 Rock... Was it that one? ...was the Prince one. Oh, only, so good. Only because I heard... Oh, Pee Wee's gonna be on this show. Like, yeah. even as an adult, like that carried weight to me. Like, it's the yeah. same thing with like how I will watch literally anything that the Muppets are a part of. Yeah, <laughs> like sure. I'll watch some of the worst Disney Plus content <laughs> that they've put out yeah. about the Muppets because my loyalty to the Muppets. But yes, yeah, so you struggled I with actually watching this. I did. Um, um, before we move forward, I have seen some episodes of Pee-wee's uh, Playhouse. Um, I think they brought it back on. It was uh, on some ABC. shows. Yeah, was... they 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 ran syndication, uh, Freeform or ABC Family, but Fox I, Family, whatever. The I hell. think it even made like in the two thousands, like something like Comedy Central or MTV or Nickelodeon, like one of those shows. I think tried to do like a Pee Wee's yeah. play- Playhouse, not revival. Like they didn't film new content, but they were like, yeah. "Fuck it, we've got the syndication rights to this, and it's probably something that people get really excited to see on our channel on Saturday morning. Yeah. So let's like do it again." But yeah, like uh, uh, Paul shockingly Rubens. short run, by the way, only fifty yeah, episodes over like wild. five seasons, especially it's, for something that became such a pop culture zeitgeist. Yeah, for a while, uh, to only run fifty episodes uh, is pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, it's like fifty or sixty episodes. It it's crazy. Yeah, so I always dug the Paul Rubens aesthetic um, because it's it falls into that it's tim burton right yeah it falls into that like creepy cool aesthetic as long as you keep campy it's super fucking campy. that large marge claymation fuck that shit but everything else i'm for it yeah um so this morning i go to bed last night again not being familiar with peewee thinking i'm watching the 90 minute netflix movie Mm -hmm. peewee's big holiday because i see holiday and i'm like okay fucking christmas there's only one holiday so um so i go to bed with that thought that i'm gonna wake up super early this morning and watch that 90 minute movie um thankfully i wake up and i i reread your message 
uh, from a few days ago that says we're going to watch the Christmas special. So I'm like, let me be sure. Yeah. And then I find what we're talking about, which is the Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse Christmas special. 45 minutes. I'm like, cool. Great. There's a bunch of articles saying they've just re-released this to Blu-ray and it's streaming now. And I'm like, I wake up. I'm like, cool. I woke up early because I thought I was going to watch that movie. So I lay in bed for a little bit. And then I'm like, about an hour before you and I are set to record, I'm like, cool. I'm going to watch this thing. So it's fresh on my mind. Cat shit everywhere. So I'm like dealing with that. And the time's just ticking down. And I'm looking on a bunch of different places. Amazon Prime has the entire fucking series, but not this episode. Can't fucking find it. Apple TV is the one place I found this thing. Three dollars. Oh, you had to pay. Apple TV, like, hey, sign into your account. So I, I use my phone. I sign into my account. Cool. You're all signed up. I click on the TV. It's signed into Teddy's account. I'm like, okay, that's not my account. Like, her card is hooked up to her account. My card's hooked up to my account. I'm not buying Pee Wee's fucking Christmas adventure. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, all right, let's try this again. I sign out. I sign back in. <laughs> and, like, I finally, like, sit down, get settled. In the house, it's grumpy because it stinks. We clean up the cat shit, but, like, the cats are asking to be fed. I'm just like, God damn it. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm, like, moving shit back and forth. I finally I really on. was shocked when you were like, let's record at 9 a.m. I really thought you were going to be like, 10 or 11 works for me. <laughs> I love, so I'm a- You just like getting it done. Like Exactly. <laughs> That's always been my thing. Like, we do, our Adams Family rehearsals are- uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays in the evening and Sundays it's at three o'clock in the afternoon um, yeah. because people have things going on in the morning. I'm a big proponent for, listen, I know we'll have to get up early, but let's get in here at eight, get this shit rocked, Done, knocked and out, then just move and then we got the rest of our day. Yeah. Like we got the rest of our day to do shit. Like that's why when you and I are have our free Saturdays, I love that because like yeah. 8 a.m. we're on. Let's fucking rock. And by bounce. 10 o'clock, we're like doing our lives. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love that. Get it done. Get it out of the way. Um, so that was my thought process before this turned into a this just in Dylan finds the podcast a chore. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, listen, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding, I, I'm kidding. I understand. <laughs> but everyone, I find my life to be a chore. Like I just, <laughs> yeah. Welcome just, to humanity and existence. Yeah, I'm like, it's not the podcast. It's if I could get all of my responsibilities done by noon, that would be amazing. Like that's what I would love to do. Totally get um, it. <laughs> so, I finally sit down and I I start watching this. And Matt, I want you to come at this from a different perspective. All right, of someone who's not super into Pee Wee. Mm-hmm. They've already had the worst a, morning. A, yeah, it's not an awful morning. Like like a three uh, no, star out of ten star. Yeah, morning. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like a groggy morning. You're not trying to sit down and watch this. Um, and you, watch I really 45. was. I almost. I should have texted you because part of my brain was like, you should really watch this at night. When you were like, I'll watch it first thing in the morning. I was like, I don't even know if I could watch Pee Wee, dude, first thing in the morning. <laughs> I watched this last I'm night. I'm sitting there, <laughs> and I'm like, 
groggy, like not groggy eyed, but I'm just like, you know, waking up and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? I looked so hard to find not I'm not even saying it was bad because it wasn't bad, but I wanted to find like YouTube has the playback speed. Yeah, I was like, I want to put this bitch on two two <laughs> speed playback because. Do you I know, know how s- hard it would even be to understand how they already talk so fast? Well, I think that was my thought process. Was like, none of this is making sense anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, let's. If I so, throw this, if so I throw this I'll, bitch on two times speed, I mean, it'll make it even better. So I'll dive into this here. All right, so yeah. We're going to insert the ad right here, and then we're going to come back and actually talk about Pee-wee's Christmas special. Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males... Hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. So we had, I had this VHS tape. I've spoken about this tape before that yes. my aunt taped all of these Christmas specials one year onto this single tape for me. Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas special was definitely on it. And boy, did that tape get a lot of play all year round at my house. I adored this special. And as I got older, I loved it even more because I saw it for what it truly is. I think I sent you a quote from from uh, an old Geekscape article from like 20 years ago now uh, that was basically just like, Pee-wee's Christmas special is the campiest, gayest Christmas special that has ever been produced. And like watching it through that lens and understanding who Paul Rubens was as a person... I don't even think it's like accidental camp. I think Mm -hmm. that every element of this is meticulously thought out. 
Mm-hmm. So we literally kick off the special with the U.S. Marine, uh, the U.S. Navy's Navy. men's choir yeah, yeah. singing this song. And my first note is this song fucking rules. Uh, the yeah. Christmas at the Playhouse song was. Well, it's Christmas in the playhouse, and we're gonna have a lot of fun. Like, singing those lyrics in, like, a choir is so funny already. And then it gets into, like, the more, like, peewee 80s dance music, and it's basically just him listing the insane list of people who are going to show up in this special, and it is chaos and i would list them off right now but i've written down every single celebrity appearance as they yeah. happen in this show anyway so oh, you're we'll just gonna them. yeah we'll you're just them. gonna have to wait we're not here. gonna spoil it the glow in your eyes as you talk about this special, <laughs> i love this special it's so, so funny much. <laughs> it's it's just i uh, this is gonna i don't want this to come off as a matt likes it dylan hated it thing yeah it's not that it's, it's a, 20 years of emotions exactly. attached to i it. feel yeah. like if i grew up a peewee kid I would adore this Christmas. I think special. this is the best episode of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like yeah. truly, um, it wasn't bad. But what's funny is when you sent me that text message, literally two minutes later, Teddy looks at me and goes, "How is Pee Wee not like a gay icon?" Yeah. Oh, and, he and, kind uh, of, sort of already yeah, is. Yeah. yeah like, it, like he kind of moved towards that. Yeah. But she's she's like with Cher in there and everything else. Like, how is this? It's like, insane. He, he is. Um, so the first, like, this is just a drag show is basically how she described it. 1000%. Uh, the first bit that always made me laugh as a kid, I still think it's kind of funny now is Pee Wee is making his Christmas list and he says he wants a yo-yo and his robot clunky is like, you've already, you've already got a yo-yo. Yeah. So he goes to his secret vault and he's putting in the password and he keeps looking at the camera and telling the camera to go away so that we don't see what his password is. That's one of those bits. We've talked about this before (laughs) that as it's happening, I'm not laughing, but I'm sitting there going, Matt's going to love this. (laughs) Oh, it's so. Matt loves this shit. It's so, dude, when that fourth wall shatters. When he fucking looks at the camera and is like. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like Matt loves this shit. And he Matt's makes a face at it the this. second time. It comes back and he's like, he does it again. Yeah, Done. it's a real, it's a real Tim Robinson type bit. Yeah. Um, I mean that's, I think that that's why Tim Robinson is as popular as it is too, because Tim Robinson is pulling from the same concept that Pee Wee Herman always was, which was an adult literally acting like a child, in in the in the sense of like. Not like fucking Fred, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, but in in the way that like a child's brain actually works, and like a way that yeah. a child is like kind of an asshole. I've like, had conversations with children that are just like Pee Wee, like yeah. like that talk, just like Pee Wee. Yeah. And I will say, I did like sit there while watching this and go, "This would be the worst person to hang out with." Oh, absolutely. I, <laughs> there's, there's like, look at all of the friends he has. No way. No. No way. Like, so, none of these people are hanging out with this guy. Speaking of, his first friend that shows up is Miss Yvette. Yep. She shows up and yes. she kicks off the runner that everybody is going to give Pee Wee a fruitcake for Christmas. Yes. Uh, and she is there with a giant beehive hairdo with a piece of, yeah. piece of mistletoe dangling from the tip. And oh, she's going to get her she's kisses. Gonna- and she's, she's gonna, gonna make out. To everyone. She's gonna make out with everybody, starting with the floor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which, oh my god! I was like, damn, this woman is coming in hot. 
Yeah. Like she's coming in real hot. Like yeah. she gives Pee Wee the kiss, and then everybody's like, "Come on over here." The chair, Cherry's like, "Sit on me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. There's a lot of stuff that I love in this, but probably the bit that I, one of the bits that I laugh the hardest at, yeah, is the first celebrity guest. Pee Wee's phone rings, and he goes to check it, check out who it is, and it's Whoopi Goldberg, and she's calling in to see if there's any space for her to be in the Christmas special. And he's like, I'm sorry, Whoopi, it's just way too booked up. And she's like, oh, well, maybe next year. He's like, next year's also booked up, Whoopi. And <laughs> he goes, I could maybe squeeze you into the Christmas special in two years from now. She goes, yeah. okay, cool. And he goes, I'm not promising you anything, Whoopi. <laughs> 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 and then she goes, all right, well, I'll see you in two years. And he goes, maybe, maybe you'll see me in Christ. two years. It's so, like, that's like one of the, my brother and I will constantly do the, I'm not promising you anything, Whoopi. <laughs> like, it's so, again, though, I've dealt with kids where it's like, that's their their thought process and stuff. Where it's like, yeah. I'm not promising you that I'm going to hang out. Maybe I'll like they're very they're very particular. That Whoopi Goldberg moment jumps right into it's time to play within the magic screen. Another brilliant joke. Pee Wee jumps into the magic screen. Magic Johnson shows up. He goes, Magic Johnson, what are you doing a magic screen? He goes, Me and Magic Screen are cousins. <laughs> like it's such a stupid joke. It's such a stupid bit. And then they get chased by a polar bear. <laughs> like, so <laughs> What's ripping me to shreds on the inside right now, Matt, is how much joy I'm having and how is, dead is, eyed you no, look. No, 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 no. It's 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 that like I'm enjoying this special more. You <laughs> describing it, like you describing it, and then making that joke a bit. I think you have. I think you're on to something. I don't yeah. think I should have watched this first thing this morning. No, you were not. I think I should have gone throughout it. my day and then like, hey, we're gonna chill out, and enjoy watch this. it. Stupid Look, special. Sometimes the a thing is a reward, not That's a true. chore. We, <laughs> we, so, so we it's meet like a reward. <laughs> so we meet Jombie, probably the second most famous yes. Pee Wee Playhouse character, who is played by Paul Rubin's co-writer and longtime friend, who actually passed away a couple years ago as yeah. well. Um, you may recognize him if you're a Weird Al fan. Uh, he is in the movie UHF as the son of the evil uh, cable network owner. He doesn't have a ton of great scenes, but he has a few good lines throughout yeah. that. And then we, I think this is the point where the insanity explodes. Like okay. everything else up until this point has been like cheesy and fun. Rita the male lady shows up with a giant box yeah. containing an insanely dressed Grace Jones who performs the strangest rendition of Little Drummer Boy that I have ever heard in the entirety of my life. Yes. Um, and the big, the joke, the explanation of how she's there is that she was supposed to go to the White House, but the label fell slightly and they just saw the word house and assumed Pee Wee's Playhouse was where it was supposed to go. What are your thoughts on both Grace Jones's insane outfit for a children's show and this rendition of Little Drummer Boy. I'm fine with this rendition of Little Drummer Boy. One of the things we're going to get into is like... Almost none um, of these covers are good. What's, yes, none of these covers are great. Um, but I'm saving... I don't like the one cover I texted you because I like that song. Yeah. Like, so... Um, 
I didn't mind Grace Jones's rendition of Little Drummer Boy because I'm not super into the song anyway. I was more distracted that she looks like a character out of Spaceballs. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. She's wearing a giant metal <laughs> breastplate that really ins- like highlights the breast part on the yes. breastplate. It was very bizarre. It um, is very odd, um, but I mean, it was. It's kind of just Grace Jones, bro. It's just Grace Jones. Then we like, get probably like the that, only we get the only celebrities who have reoccurring bits. Every celebrity okay. throughout the special, they're there and they're gone, except okay. for Frankie and Annette, who yes. have an ongoing storyline that Pee Wee is a straight slave driver. Yep, <laughs> that's forcing Dude, them so fucking funny to make five hundred Christmas cards. And yeah. I, I for years have wanted to try Frankie's potato Christmas candy cane Christmas card idea because it seems like a delightful thing to do um, yeah. but yeah the the lines throughout that um specifically the second time around where they ask well they ask for they're like we're hungry and thirsty and he just brings them a tray with rolls and like a thing of water water yeah <laughs> but then the other line is uh later on in the episode it starts snowing yeah and they're all excited to go out into the snow and he's like in his all like excited and he's like have you finished those cards yet and they're like no and he's like well then i simply can't allow that to happen and as he's running outside <laughs> they go but peewee and you just hear him go no as he goes <laughs> like the the mistreatment of frankie and annette through the special is so fucking funny to me it's good man it's good uh, you did text me about this though. We get a local. Well, you can say it. Who's who's the next celebrity that shows up to help us find the secret word of the day? Cher comes in, and looking amazing, like yeah. Cher always does. She comes in, and they're talking, and Cher just delivers. Oh yeah, Pee Wee. Christmas is my favorite time of year. Ah! Um, yeah, <laughs> local community actor Cher. Uh, as we are. Uh, introduced to the word of the day, which you could pick any fucking word to do with Christmas. They picked year. They pick year. <laughs> like if you could holly. You, you jolly, know how bad candy, the rain, choice of year uh, red, is. Green. I yeah. was. I was pretty much. I've watched the special so much. I was writing notes before scenes were happening. Yeah. So Cher wrote, showed up, and I wrote Cher's cameo secret word cheer. And then they're like, the secret word is year. And I was like, oh, that's right. It's year. But that's a really shitty Christmas. Right? That's a really shitty word. (laughs) Um, Was that always the bit? I feel like the bit was to do like a a good word. (laughs) Well, it was usually a word that it was almost guaranteed you'd hear that day. So the kids would scream really loud uh, throughout the day at their parents and drive their parents nuts. Um, The other thing that you brought up was then the king of cartoons shows up to show us a cartoon and just before he turns on the tv for the cartoon we get the tiniest quickest joan rivers cameo yeah on the set of hollywood squares on hollywood squares like she did not even leave the set of hollywood squares (laughs) she's literally answering a question on hollywood squares and then looks at the camera and goes like oh hey peewee stands up and is wearing like a christmas sweater cape that just says Merry so, like, Christmas across it when she opens her yes, arms. Yes, exactly. And then they put um, on the cartoon. But the card have you ever seen this cartoon before? Because I love this cartoon. Yes. Yeah, yes. the Christmas comes uh, I'm gonna once assume a year. public domain, right? It's a like Betty it's, Boop spin-off. Yeah. It's Gramp uh I think its name is Grampy. 
He was he was a okay. character in Betty Boop. It's the only yeah. cartoon he's ever appeared in that Betty Boop does not show up in. Oh shit! Nice. Uh, fun. What, so what is is this a re- a recurring bit? Does he yes. o- does this guy always show up? King and- King of Cartoons would always show up on Pee Wee's Playhouse and play a quick like three minute public domain cartoon. For I was you. gonna say, was it always like a public domain from like? The yeah, 30s yeah, yeah. He wasn't turn on the TV in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <He> was on- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Now I'm all fucking in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's up, Cartoon Kev? Yeah, it's like fucking. <laughs> what's up, bros? I got some za and some fucking <laughs> fighting turtles, brother. Woo! Uh, we get a very quick cameo from Pee Wee's puppet Billy Baloney, uh, yes. which is just Pee Wee yeah, playing with a puppet. Also horrifying. <laughs> it's very creepy. The snow- towards the second half of the show is when we start getting more like claymation and and we get puppets. some wild shit. So we yeah. get it's I would say the snow is where it really kicks off. Yeah. So it starts snowing. To this day, at thirty-seven, me and my mom will still, when it's snowing, yell "It's snowing!" over and over <laughs> again, like Pee Wee Herman. Um, there's a great gag that always makes me laugh where Pee-wee's in his typical Pee-wee costume. He runs around the corner and less than 10 seconds later, he runs back out and it's like full, like giant, like snow suit, like hat, boots, everything. I love a quick costume change gag. Oh yeah, for sure. Probably, I, I, I'm, I mean, I throw this around a lot, but probably the funniest written line in the whole episode as he goes outside he goes to make a snow angel and you know you watch this knowing that they shot it all in LA and yeah. he says if you don't have snow at your house just use 20 pounds of coconut shavings <laughs> and then as he like flops into the snow and it pops up in the air it's so obvious that it's coconut, like coconut shaving, shaving. <laughs> like, I fucking love it. it's so that's so good we get a Larry Fishburne cameo as Cowboy yeah. Curtis so he was in all of it too, wasn't he? Yeah, like, he was the whole five much. seasons. Yeah, that's wild. So I just saw as if you go on, well, if you're Matt Kelly and you go on TikTok anyway, yeah. everything is Pee Wee Herman based right now. Really? I've been getting sent so yeah. much Pee Wee Herman content. One of them was like a documentary about Pee Wee Herman, about Pee Wee's Playhouse, and they were talking about some of the people who worked as production assistants on Pee Wee's Playhouse, including yeah. Rob Zombie. <laughs> I, that makes sense. And John Singleton. And in the documentary, they, they cut to Larry Fishburne, and he says, well, Lawrence Fishburne, as we know him now, but at the yeah. time he was, he was credited as Larry Fishburne. They cut to Lawrence Fishburne, and he goes, any chance that he got, he would ask me questions about working with Spike Lee because he said that's who he wants to be like. And he goes, and we all just thought, yeah, whatever. Like, we've got a ton of, like, young wannabe filmmakers that are production yeah. assistants on this show. And he goes, but, you know, true to his word, he he went he off and he became, did it, he, he did it. He became he something. Did it. Uh, Boys then we, in the Hood and Poetic Justice. Oh, my God. Incredible yeah. movies. Yeah. He, he had a good career. Yeah. Um, we also get the Del Rubio triplets that show up at this point who... Yeah, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> I think the only other thing I know them from is that they were also on an episode of Full House. So they were just making the like late 80s yeah. TV rounds. <laughs> uh, and then... They were doing what the monkeys were doing in the 90s. Yes. No, they yeah. would just pop up on random fucking Yeah, sitcoms. you're just like, sure, like, why not? The monkeys are in Boy Meets World. Yeah, <laughs> sure, why not? Um, and then the claymation starts a little bit with the snowman coming to life. They say, if you yes. stare at a snowman long enough, it'll come to life. And the head just turns at them and says, take a picture, it'll last longer. 
<laughs> Kill it. <laughs> Kill it with Kill fire. It with and then the other bit that I did not get as a kid, they go out to go ice skating. Little Richard's out there. Little yes. Richard is struggling to skate. And Pee Wee's like, it's not that hard. You just have to practice. And he does this incredible routine. And then Little Richard's like, that's unbelievable, Pee Wee. I had no clue you were so skilled. And he's like humble bragging about how good he is. And then Pee Wee Herman's stunt double, who's dressed exactly like Pee Wee, shows up and was like, was that good enough, Pee Wee? (laughs) (laughs) Did not get that as a kid. I'm like, I don't get what this joke is. But as an adult, I'm like, that's really fucking funny. Like, there's so many things that we watch now that as a kid we watched and we were so confused. Yeah. Like, like I've, I've. I remember there being two peewees. Yeah, like, and, yeah. and I don't. I didn't understand yeah. that. I, I left, but I don't get the joke. Yes, there. <laughs> um, so after that commercial break, we come back and they're sitting by the fire. They're getting warm, and what better music to relax and have a glass of hot cocoa to than the sounds of Katie Lang massacring Jingle Bell Dude, Hop? It's so fucking <laughs> bad. Um, I literally wrote Katie Lang's Jingle Bell Rock. It's might so be the worst performance in the special. Yeah, and it's really wild considering like everything else we got. Yeah, and what we still I haven't gotten even... to. There's like still yeah. like one more song that we have I, to get to. On the surface, it's not awful. It's just like why is this happening? Yeah, it's she's backed and, up by the puppet band. Yep. And her <laughs> performance is obnoxious. And it's yeah. pretty hard to be obnoxious on this program right now. Yeah. <laughs> More <laughs> obnoxious the, than yeah, anyone to else. To be the most, yeah, to be the most notably obnoxious. Yeah. Well, it's the stuff where she's like, that's the jingle bell. Like, yeah. in the middle of her song. It's the jingle bell hop. It's almost without any introduction, we get a Penny cartoon, which was another thing that happened on every episode of Pee Wee's Playhouse. It's this kind of claymation thing of a little girl telling you about her Christmas with two okay. pennies for eyes. Now, so now that you're telling me that this is a reoccurring character, yeah, it makes a fucking like a lot, a more lot more sense. sense. I saw this as like, is this just a little kid that wrote a fucking letter into so, Pee-wee and we're so getting like a claymation? The little bit that I kind of know about Penny stuff, okay, I do think that it is an actual little girl that they interview and she tells stories, and then yeah. they would animate those stories. But beyond that, the animator was uh, Craig Bartlett, who later went on to create Hey Arnold. But this was oh, his shit, first nice. gig as a as an animator was doing these Penny cartoons for Pee Wee's Playhouse. I can see that. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, in fact, you can look before Hey Arnold's was a thing on Nickelodeon. He did three Arnold's claymation shorts for Sesame Street. That are in the okay. style of P. Uh, that are in the style of Penny. That's like a stop motion character. I like um, vaguely remember Penny. Like yes. I don't know why she may have even got her own spinoff show after Pee Wee's Playhouse for a little bit. For all I know. And I want to talk a little bit about claymation for a moment. Um, did it? Did it horrify you as a kid at all? No, like, I've always loved claymation. I've always. So it's not that I don't love it. Because I'm so interested it's, in it now. I've said before, I think it's my favorite so hardcore of any type of practical effect. It is my favorite yeah. form of practical effects. Like, I just when, think it's such an interesting art form. Yeah. when but, it's uh, Even when it's done, like, in a funny way, there's just something about it that creeped me out 
as a kid. I don't know what it is. It's the way like they work the eyes and stuff like that. I don't know what it it's... is between uh, what large Marge. Um, I didn't like UHF as a kid because of the claymation, the claymation face at the end. alien at the end. Like whenever they would do stuff like that, I absolutely oh, and hated I was the it. psychopath yeah. that was like, I'm gonna stop this, and I'm going to just hit pause over and over again and take it frame by frame and analyze like, how like that, I have yeah, like I frame by framed both of the things that you just mentioned. Oh yeah, I like I was it. like I was I was absolutely obsessed with it. And yet another yeah. bizarre quick cameo: Jaja Gabor just shows up. Yeah, she's there and gone. Um. The other bit that is so funny to me, but kind of freaked me out as a kid, Diane Shore calls in to <laughs> to sing the Twelve Days of Christmas, and Pee Wee immediately gets bored and tired of it. Uh, and then is he takes the a call. It's the mannequin with the Pee Wee mask freaked me <laughs> yeah. out as a kid. But in between, before the mannequin comes up, he also just puts her on hold to have a quick phone call with Oprah. Yeah. And while he's talking to Oprah, you can see that she's just up in the corner <laughs> singing her song. And then by the closing credits, she's still singing the song the to the mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so, it's such a good bit. Yeah. But, yeah, as a kid, freaked me out. You got to give credit to Pee Wee. At this point, with 15 minutes left in the show, maybe even less, he's like, hey, maybe we should also cover that there's other p- ways that people celebrate this. So we get the Feliz Navidad segment, and Charo shows up to massacre that beautiful with song. Fucking, so we start with, uh, what's his name? Ricardo? Ricardo, yeah. Ricardo uh, trying to get Pee-wee to pronounce Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad! As, as Pee-wee um, racially insensitively does not even attempt to pronounce this word, these words correctly. <laughs> Feliz Navidad! Yeah. And finally, like... In in true like adult not wanting to deal with the child fashion, Ricardo just goes, "Yep, you got it, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. You're doing great. Nailed um, it, Pee Wee." But yes, we do get Charo doing the uh, uh, the most okay rendition of <laughs> Feliz Navidad. I mean, it's Feliz Navidad. I don't know. Yeah, it's she, like just... she does it very well. Yeah, she she <laughs> fakes playing a guitar and sings her song. <laughs> yep, yep. And and it is like obvious. I don't know what she was singing on set because her mouth movements. Nope, were not, not even saying Feliz Navidad. I don't. There were no Z's in what she was saying <laughs> at all. It was it. It looked like she was saying Felif, like like an F, like a leaf Navidad. Um, I don't know what she was saying, but you know what. Whatever they they did fine, we learned it, that yeah. uh, Feliz Navidad. We learned Merry about Christmas. that. Yep, and then we learn about Hanukkah through yeah. <laughs> through Miss Renee. Probably of all those of the segments, are so badass, dude. The, all the segments. This is the one that so if I'm watching this special at my parents' house or whatever, it's like gather around everybody. <laughs> Miss Renee's showing up because yeah. this scene, the interaction between her and Pee Wee. And like, thank God it's an actual Jewish actress playing yeah. this character, or it the would very, almost be yeah. it, it would almost <laughs> be racially insensitive. Oh yeah, the way she delivers the lines. But she, we follow the da- the bouncing zombie head to sing the dreidel song. 
They spin the dreidel. We get some more claymation when we find out that the dinosaurs are Jewish. Dinosaurs, all dinosaurs are Jewish. It makes sense. They were before. They were existed before Christ. Why would they be Christian? That's true. Uh, we get to the yes, final. Those are, we know those are the only two religions that yes. exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get to, speaking of being a Christian, we get to the yeah. final segment where Magic Screen gets real Jesus-y to explain to Randy the meaning of Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, it's a real it's a real Peanuts Christmas special si- situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we find out that Pee-wee has built an entire addition to the playhouse made entirely mm-hmm. out of fruitcakes. Again, yep. going with one of the gayest Christmas specials of all time, that door opens up and it is just like four jacked shirtless men in just yep. like construction hats yep. and tight jeans uh, putting it together. Um, and then as they're singing their yearly Christmas carol songs uh, and they get to Silver Bells, Pee Wee says, no, I'm not telling you to sing Silver Bells. I hear Silver Bells. Yeah. Santa's here. Santa and that's when. Up. Santa shows up and he informs Pee-wee that he fulfilled every single thing on Pee-wee's list. Yep. But because Pee-wee was so greedy and asked for so much, there are no toys left for the boys and girls. And uh, Pee-wee goes, well, better luck next year. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that sucks for them. Tell me how that works out. I think, yeah. He's like, well, let me know how that goes. <laughs> um, and then Santa's like, look. Yeah, he has his, his you, thoughts. You could, you could uh, help me deliver the toys instead, and then we get a beautiful shot of Pee Wee and Santa. To which enjoying- I don't think we need to. We should reward the greedy behavior. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I think honestly, that particular moment I think is a throwback to the original Pee Wee Herman show. Okay. Um, not Pee Wee's Playhouse, the Broadway show that Pee Wee was born out of. Okay. Um, which was way more adult oriented. Like it was yes. still PG, but it leaned a lot harder on like, ah, uh, ah, uh. which is wild because <laughs> yeah. I feel like they lean real hard. No, this was well. That. This yeah. so this P- the Pee Wee Herman show was written with him, the actor who plays Zombie, and Phil Hartman. Um, okay. all wrote it together, and it's still they don't curse anywhere in it, but it's like, like I said, they really. Nudge. Is there a place to watch it? Like, is it? It might be on Max because it was taped for HBO. Okay. Um, but the end of it, P- the whole thing is about how Pee Wee gets one wish from Jombie, and at the okay. end, his wish is to fly. And I've seen this clip going around a lot after he died yeah. because it's if you remember the show Wienerville, it's the same vibe. He's yeah. got his head on a yep. tiny puppet body that's like this and he's wearing like an all black leotard and he's just walking across the stage being like wow i'm flying yeah but at the very end he says something along the lines of like good night boys and girls i love you very much as he like flies away so like that obviously after his passing people were like well that's the that's the moment we want to share yeah as the oh my god i start to get teary i just saying that um but yeah, I mean, this is one that I'm going to watch every year. I'll forever watch this special. I see yeah, this special. Dude. I probably legitimately watch this special like five times during Christmas because awesome. it's also I'm I'm just friends with every like all my friends are in their mid 30s, early yeah. 40s, and they grew up on this special. So like if I go to any of their houses, they want to watch it. If they have kids, they're showing it to their kids. Like it's definitely like a special that that they have passed down through the generations and some of those you know we've talked about this tape before 
I don't think the Garfield Christmas special gets passed on as much to its yeah. generation. Eventually, we're going to do the Claymation Christmas celebration, uh, which doesn't really get passed on as much. Muppets Family Christmas, I do think the diehard Muppet fans will still show that to yeah. their kids. But Pee-wee seems to be the one of all of those 80s Christmas specials that played for like a decade that like has never not had a uh, a steady audience wanting yeah. to watch it. Even if they stopped airing it, like it became a thing that people would like treat it the same way that they would treat the Charlie Brown Christmas special or like any of the Will Vinton claymation specials yeah. is like, no, this is Christmas to me. Like this is Christmas to me. So I'm glad that we, we were able to do this for, Dude, for Pee Wee. For sure. uh, I, I, as watching it, I can see like why this would mean so much to someone. I can see um, growing up with this. I would, I would watch this every year. I'm not going to now, like, because it's just, it's not, yeah, it's not something that that speaks to me during Christmas. But if I would have grown up with it, one hundred percent, like this, t- I can see how somebody would view this through the same lens as they would view some of those SNL Christmas specials. Yes, or, exactly. Or it's, viewed through the same lens as some of like the Boy Meets World stuff that I watch every well, year. Like, it's I think just, it's it's. I think it's similar to when we talked about the Garfield Christmas special, where it's mm-hmm. like. It does strike this balance of it's very weird, but it's also kind of sugary sweet at moments yes. where yep. you don't expect it to be. Yep. Um, and that's I think that that was a very big late eighties, early nineties thing where they would they would get real strange, but still like hit the sweet moments. Yep. Um, well, Dylan, you're one of the best Christmassy f- people I know. I know you are, but what am I? Whoa. Oh, whoa. Welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 